More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's always about following the money, right? And it's easy when you have the laptop that has all of the crimes and all the money and where it's going. And now it's even easier to follow the money with the Biden crime family as Senator Chuck Grassley and Senator Ron Johnson have now both shared the Hunter Biden's China-linked bank records with the U.S. attorney leading the criminal probe. The two Republicans now throwing down Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa and Ron Johnson of Wisconsin sharing with the attorney leading the criminal investigation, Hunter Biden, more than 200 pages bank records related to his and his family's alleged connections to the Chinese communist regime, as well as people connected to its military and their intelligence elements, the equivalent of the CIA in our deep state. Money was flowing to Joe Biden, James Biden, Hunter Biden, the Biden crime family. I'll say it again. Not only through people in the China's regime, but people directly connected to the Chinese military and through the communist Chinese intelligence apparatus. All right. But first, I got to tell you uh, about an amazing product that you're going to love. It is the loudest, truly portable, waterproof Bluetooth speaker on the market. Now, if you're looking for a gift for any man in your life, they will freak out if you're thinking about Christmas in advance. I promise you, any dude in your life will freak out or any person that loves to be outdoors. Women love this as well because they can take it with them anywhere and listen to music. Uh, It is the loudest, truly waterproof and ultra long battery life portable speaker. You can also customize it with collegiate color combinations. You can mix and match the color box with a custom handle to create your team's colors. Now, this is the perfect gift for somebody that loves to hunt or tailgate. Uh, This is for someone that likes to go fishing. If you like to do anything outdoors, even just hang out on the back patio, it is the perfect sound system you can take anywhere, and it's the perfect gift. So if you want the ultimate speaker when you're outdoors, go to turtleboxaudio.com. That's turtleboxaudio.com. You are going to get a special discount code. If you use the code Ben, you'll get $20 off and free shipping. So check it out. Turtleboxaudio.com. Use promo code Ben for free shipping and $20 off. Now, what we also know about these FBI interactions with Facebook, 
I want you to hear what Senator Grassley had to say about following this money that now we can we know about. It's a fact. And I'm waiting for big tech to say, oh, this story's fake news and you can't share it ahead of the elections. Republicans want answers after whistleblower documents suggest President Biden may have known about his son's business dealings. Republican Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley writing to Attorney General Merrick Garland saying this. These documents also indicate that Joe Biden was aware of Hunter Biden's business arrangements and may have been involved in some of them. Senator Grassley joins me now, and this must have certainly, you know, raised your eyebrows, so to speak, when you heard this. Have you had a response yet from the attorney general? No, we have not. And it's pretty simple. The American people are entitled to know this and Congress is entitled to know it. And I, I have seen these documents. My staff has gone through them very thoroughly. So I want the Justice Department, the FBI, to know that we uh, know that these documents exist. We want uh, affirmation from them that they're doing something about it. I have not heard answers. I intend to keep the heat on until I get answers because we're just fed up with the political bias within the FBI and the Department of Justice. And are they following through on some of these uh, things? And uh, we just... uh, have to keep pursuing it, and I intend to keep pursuing it. You have a reputation for being someone who is quite cautious and even judicious when it comes to you know, raising alarms about things. Um, and, and so I wonder about how the White House might react to somebody like you saying, look, I've got these documents, I would like to have an answer. Does that affect your, your communications or re- your relationship with the White House? Well, I, uh, I, it has not affected at all. I haven't had any comment from the, uh, uh, from the president on it. I don't expect one. I don't know that they're uh, uh, in any way uh, stepping in in any way. Uh, mm-hmm. They better not be. They always said that the Justice Department was going to be uh, not have any politics or White House relationship. Uh, and so I'm doing this on my own, and I don't care what the White House thinks about it. We have to follow the money and the facts where it leads us, and we've seen these documents, and I want answers. If the Republicans are successful in winning back the majority for the Senate, will there be hearings that you would conduct? Uh, we, we will have hearings if we have to have hearings, but uh, we uh, do the best investigation we can short of hearings. But if we don't get answers, obviously, uh, that's the way to really make things public and put people on the spot. And that's what we'll do if we have to do that. Now, one of the things that happened here is not only are we looking at the money, but this now comes as their 634-page report on Hunter Biden's laptop, which I mentioned yesterday, and the 459 alleged crimes connected to his laptop. You can also see some of the crimes that were committed just on the pictures and videos that Hunter Biden took of himself. This coming from the right-wing nonprofit research group Marco Polo. They published that Hunter Biden laptop deep dive. Thorough forensic examination of every document on the first son's notorious MacBook computer that he abandoned in a Delaware repair shop in April of 2019. The 634-page report plus 2,200 footnotes lists six alleged crimes committed by Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Six alleged crimes committed by Joe Biden. Not Hunter Biden. Joe Biden. They include tax evasion 
and violations of the Foreign Agents Registration Act, known as FARA. 500, excuse me, 459 crimes, they also allege, were committed by Hunter Biden, including illegal foreign lobbying and money laundering. The group's firebrand founder, a 26-year-old who has said, I've had enough of this, has sent the report to more than 4,000 people, including every member of the House and Senate, White House staff, the U.S. Attorney's offices, and every contact on the laptop. He also sent a copy to every one of Hunter's former classmates in the class of 1988. The accompanying note reads, We thought you might be interested in reading about your most infamous classmate. We believe the Academy really molded Hunter into who he is today. That certainly will make some people angry at the Academy he went to. Now, when all of this has come out, you then also have to look at the other thing, and that's the letter. Grassley and Johnson sharing this investigative material with prosecutors in the Hunter Biden criminal probe means now they're on the record and there's no way they can look the other way. Well, they can. They do it all the time. But at least we now know they know what we know about the corruption. Senator Johnson said it was important to share these documents and the banking records obtained in the course of their multi-year investigation into the Biden family's foreign business entanglements. So it was important to share it with the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, which has an ongoing criminal investigation to Hunter Biden. The production follows repeated attempts by the senators to ensure that the criminal probe is thorough and free from political interference. However, they both state in their letter, those inquiries have been ignored by the U.S. Attorney David Weiss and filtered through Department of Justice headquarters without sufficient assurances as to the completeness of the investigation. The senators wrote today in light of your and the DOJ's failure to respond to our legitimate congressional oversight and requests as part of our ongoing congressional investigation. We are transmitting to you over 200 pages of records related to the Biden families. Families, okay, Biden families, plural, not not Hunter Biden only. Connections with the Chinese regime and the persons connected to its military and intelligence elements. This is in writing from Grassley and Johnson to the U.S. Attorney David Weiss. They go on to say, if you, are con- if you are conducting a full and complete investigation, you should already possess these records. In the case that you are not and do not possess these records, we suggest that you review them in detail. The letter continues. The letter was accompanied by 220 pages of bank records and, con- and contracts obtained by the senators more than 100 of which have never been previously released. This is why this is such a big deal, what Grassley and Johnson did. A hundred of the the contracts and the bank records that were given now to the U.S. Attorney David Weiss had never been previously released to the public. The letter summarizes key elements of the Biden family's engagements. Family, not Hunter, family's engagements with individuals directly linked to the Chinese Communist Party and Chinese intelligence services. 
and the financial transactions that followed. The senators previously revealed some of the material in a 2020 report. A November 2020 supplemental report and later in a series of floor speeches, March and April of this year. The production of to the production to the U.S. Attorney's Office included previously undisclosed transactions along with copies of executed contracts and credit card agreements that the senators had previously made public. I want to tell you about our good friends over at Patriot Mobile. If you are ready to have an impact every time that you use your phone, and I'm talking about have an impact by supporting First and Second Amendment rights, supporting the rights of the unborn, and fighting back every time you make a phone call, you need to know about Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only conservative Christian mobile phone provider. And they are using your phone bill when you pay it every month to actually fight for conservative causes while saving you money. Now, this isn't any extra add-on to your bill. They take a portion of your bill every month, and they give it back to fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, and the Second Amendment, and they are winning. Patriot Mobile has now been attacked by the big media. Big tech is now coming after them, and that's why I want you to support them. If you want an affordable plan, and you want to get the same great coverage you have right now, switch to Patriot Mobile. You're going to save money, and they use the same exact towers you're using right now. It's an affordable plan for you and your family or even your business or small business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use the same towers. If you haven't found out about Patriot Mobile, check them out. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation with the offer code Ferguson. 972-PATRIOT. Check them out. Senator, I want to get into the other big story about Hunter Biden and some of the breaking news with Hunter Biden. It specifically deals with the feds that are now saying, all right, we might charge him with some crimes. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Joe Biden right now, and all of this information is coming out, the production of all of these transactions, copies of all these executed contracts, copies of all the credit card uh, agreements and statements, and all this stuff. What do you do? You go out on the campaign trail, and you look at the American people right in their eye, and you lie to them, right? That's what you do. How do you lie to them? Take a listen to this new lie today, a future Made in America, backdrop behind Joe Biden. This is what he said moments ago. Today, the most common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. We need to keep making that progress by having energy companies bring down the cost of a gallon of gas that reflects the cost they're paying for a barrel of oil. I, I love that lie. You may have caught that there, right? Biden, the most common price of gas... In America is down to three thirty nine, down from over five dollars when I took office. 
Was anybody paying $5 a gallon when Joe Biden was taking office? No. The price of gas was national average 233, which means 50% was less than that. Was the price of gas the day that Joe Biden took office? You think any fact checkers out there are going to fact check that? You think they're going to pull that clip off of line and on social media right now? Of course not. But Joe Biden thinks you're so stupid that not only can he take money from Chinese communist government and from Russian oligarchs and have his son on the boards in Ukraine with corrupt business dealings and have all these other contracts with all of these shady people, all these shady, shady people, plus all of these other massive contracts that were coming in from the worst people in the world. But he also believes that he can then lie to you while he's being busted for that. And you'll believe that when he became the president, we had $5 a gallon gas. Common price of gas in America is $3.39, down from over $5 when I took office. It was never at $5 when you took office, you moron. We had low gas prices. On election day where I was, I paid under $2 a gallon for gas. Now, the whisperer, the creep and whisperer is also back. If he can't distract you from what's happening with his own Biden crime family, lie to you and scare the hell out of seniors and whisper to them, whispering, this is so creepy, that you're going to not get Social Security unless you vote for Democrats. Listen. That's the plan. I would argue it's reckless and irresponsible and it will make inflation worse if they succeed. And then they're coming after Social Security. Now, it sounds like, you know, what's there's Biden, that's typical Democrats saying Republicans are after Social Security. This is the one thing they've said out loud. They've written it down on pieces of paper. Senator Rick Scott, the Republican from Florida. By the way, the, the, the creepy whispering is just really creepy. Can we all agree on that? Like that's that's like creeper in chief stuff right there. This is that creepy thing he does when he takes pictures with 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 girls. Right. And he whispers in their ear something and their eyes get big like, oh, gosh, this creepers behind me right now. But he's looking there, he's whispering again. He's in Syracuse, and he's whispering in strange, strange, creepy voice. Now, the Biden administration has been lying since day one, and this is what we need to focus on going in to the midterms. I'm going to play for you a montage, and I want you to share this with your family and your friends because this is a very, very, very important piece of audio. If you want to know what this election is about, the same guy that just looked at you and said that it was $5 a gallon gas when he became president, and it wasn't, had a lot more to say. And the Democrats lie to you all the time. This administration lies to you all the time. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Getting those shots out for 5 to 11-year-olds is going to provide a lot of comfort to American families. Horses barely running them over, people being strapped. A horrific video of the CBP officers on horse on horses using brutal and inappropriate measures against innocent people. We have a secure border. The border is, in fact, secure. The border is closed. The border is secure. The border is secure. The border is closed. We've been unequivocal in that. On the issue of Afghanistan. And to that end, we have seen a successful drawdown of the embassy. I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They are not. This is Jim Crow on steroids, what they're doing in, in Georgia. This is all about keeping working folks and ordinary folks that I grew up with from being able to vote. The reconciliation package would cost zero dollars. The cost of these bills in terms of adding to the deficit is zero. Some have expressed publicly that they're not comfortable with uh, 3.5, even though zero costs zero dollars. Zero. 
Zero. Zero. This bill is fully paid for and will not raise taxes on anyone making less than $400,000 a year. Let me say that again, be crystal clear. No one making less than $400,000 a year will pay a single additional penny in tax for all these things that were in the, in, in the Build Back Better plan. If you're a husband and wife, school teacher, and a cop, you're paying at a higher rate than the average person making a billion dollars a year is. My plans do not add to inflationary pressure. The Build Back Better agenda will help reduce inflation, will help cut costs for the American people. If we pass the other two things I'm trying to get done, we will in fact reduce inflation. Inflation is going to come down next year. Inflation will come down next year. These inflation uh, rises will be transitory, that they will come back down next year. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. No serious economists. We know a lot of folks are struggling with inflation, driven by Putin's war in Ukraine and the global pandemic. The greed of meat conglomerates. You could call it corporate greed, sure. You could call it uh, jacking up prices uh, uh, during a pandemic. Even if we drilled as much as we could, uh, the price of oil is still set globally. There's no amount of domestic production we can do to reduce or eliminate our vulnerability as a country to that volatility. We brought down the cost of energy. Wages have gone up higher, faster than inflation. We have a lower inflation rate than most any nation in the, any other nation in the world. The idea that uh, two quarters of negative GDP growth is a technical definition of a recession is wrong. I don't expect a recession. Right now, we don't see a recession. Right now, that is not, we're not in a recession right now. Virtually nothing signals that uh, this period in the second quarter uh, is recessionary. No, no one is predicting a recession now. What we have seen over the course of the last year plus in the United States is a historically strong economic recovery, and that has been supported by this president's economic policies. Every single thing that you just heard was a lie. That is what you need to tell people. That was three minutes and 16 seconds of the Democratic Party lying to you since day one. Just like the president did today. Just like you said that gas a gallon of gasoline was $5 a gallon, right? $5 a gallon when he took office. That's a lie. Also, Chuck Schumer to Joe Biden on the tarmac today. Very weird conversation as well. Schumer to Biden says we're going downhill in Georgia. Hard to believe they will go for Herschel Walker as early turnout in Georgia is huge for the GOP. I'm going to let you hear that conversation on the tarmac. Listen carefully. It's hard to believe. They would go for Herschel Walker, but we're going downhill in Georgia, he says there. That's not all he had to say, by the way. He said we're going to survive in Pennsylvania. A lot of people were shocked by that comment after Fetterman started his debate with good night and then literally couldn't talk at all. But first, I want to take a quick moment to tell you about our good friends over at Legacy Precious Metals. You know what's going on in the economy. You know what's happening on Wall Street. And you know what's going on with inflation. So are you protecting your hard-earned dollars, your assets? Do you have a hedge against inflation? Are you terrified every day that you've lost a massive amount of money when the stock market is having these crazy drops? Well, are you diversified? And if you are diversified, you don't have to worry as much. That's where Legacy Precious Metals comes in. 
Legacy Precious Metals can help you have a blueprint to protect your hard-earned dollars. As interest rates go up, inflation goes up, Democrats are trying to raise taxes, and a skyrocketing national debt. Now is a time for you to take a look at protecting your dollars and controlling your future with gold and precious metals. A lot of people move to gold and precious metals during times like these. It is a hedge against inflation. It's a way to protect your assets. And right now you can call Legacy Precious Metal and get the free investor's guide. Make sure you call them and see if gold and precious metals is right for you and your retirement. 1-866-751-2218. That's 1-866-751-2218. Or online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Also want to remind you, please make sure that you auto-download or subscribe our podcast right now so you get it every day for free. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. In 2018, Fetterman, and this is where Democrats actually still believe that they can get a guy that clearly is incapacitated elected. He said, I do not support fracking, but now it's something we got to really focus on. Then he had this quote at the debates. Uh, I do support fracking. And I don't. I don't. I support fracking. And I stand. And I do support fracking. Fetterman said, that's his exact quote. We've printed it out to make sure I read that accurately for you. That's what he said. Fetterman just did another interview. Fetterman, this is a response to a question. I'm going to let you see if you can figure out what he's trying to say, because I can't do it. And we're going to talk about the state of the Democratic Party still trying to elect this man instead of trying to help him. And, you know, you talk about the, 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 liber, the liberty of, of statue. Um, has never had a, an inscription inside that said, you know, send your your tired hundred uh, masses and put them on a bus and turn them into a, a, a cheap political stunt. I have no idea what he's talking about. The person interviewing him had no idea what he was talking about. What I do know is that Fetterman is a guy that clearly needs to be getting medical attention and medical help. If you have a family member that has a stroke and is acting this way, you put them into any type of rehab that you can for people that have strokes. That's what you do if you love somebody. That's what you do if you care for them. Physical therapy, speech therapy. There's a list of things that can go on and on that they can do for you. His family doing none of that. In fact, it seems to be the complete opposite of that. The Democratic Party actually said, you know, it's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. Now, Fetterman's a guy, you know, tried to hit back at his critics today saying he absolutely does support fracking. Well, does he or doesn't he? Because if you look at what he said before, he said he didn't support fracking and he wanted to shut it down. Now, trying to clean that up, here's what he said today in another interview. 
It turns out you're speaking to a Democrat who believes, as you do, that the transition is important, but it should be done so in a timely fashion, in a strategic fashion, in a sustainable fashion. In the meantime, uh, you know, we need to actually increase our, our, our traditional energy uh, uh, production. And, and I think if I hear you correctly, you're actually agreeing with Energy Secretary Granholm, who said, and I quote, we need to learn how to walk and chew gum at the same time. It's a tricky transition, but I appreciate that. I, I, do, I do have a follow-up question, and that's because there's been so much debate about your position on this issue. There's been plenty of debate surrounding your position, in fact, on fracking. That debate has been fueled by the fact that in 2016, during your first run for the Senate, you were a vocal critic of the fracking industry, and you called it, and I quote, I believe, a stain on Pennsylvania. Then in 2018, you said, and I quote, I don't support fracking at all, and I never have. Can you tell us with a simple yes or no, if elected, sir, will you support fracking? I absolutely would support fracking, and 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 I have. And, and you know, it, I have at times have had concerns about environmental issues as well, too. Uh, and they, for example, they were they were uh, putting the the, the producing uh, water you know, into the rivers, and they weren't having the the, the appropriate levels of, of treatments. And and now the and the, the laws have changed. You know, I believe that that I think is an important change. And again, I support fracking in that sense, and I absolutely do support fracking, and especially now, particularly in light of the Ukraine war, that we must absolutely have uh, energy. Uh, energy kind of security and fracking is a, a is a part of, of that uh, economy here as, as well. Absolutely. That's not what he said during the debate. There's even a Daily Beast article, the headline. This is the woke left left of all websites. The moment a room full of Fetterman supporters fell silent is the headline. John Fetterman struggled at times to deliver clear answers during the debate with Dr. Oz, but Oz wasn't exactly flawless either. The writer writes, In his early anticipated debate against Republican Dr. Oz, the Lieutenant Governor Fetterman was asked to square two conflicting statements. One saying he's never supported fracking, and the other saying he's always supported fracking. His response... Uh, I do support fracking, and I didn't, I didn't, I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. As he tried unsuccessfully to square the two opposing sentiments, a debate watch party that had been largely cheering and jabbing at Oz fell silent. Some viewers turned to one another, scrunching their faces and gritting their teeth. One person in the back even let out a groan. It clearly wasn't the sort of answer overall debate performance a room full of Fetterman supporters had hoped for. The fracking moment seemed to neatly capture the lieutenant governor's speaking vulnerabilities after his stroke in May, as well as his difficulty Tuesday night in combating Oz's attacks while maneuvering his auditory processing issues with closed captioning. Fetterman began Tuesday night's debate, the only debate in the Pennsylvania Senate race, by warning viewers he would have some difficulty answering questions smoothly, saying, I might miss some words in this debate. Mush two words together, Fetterman said, repeating that he has become a, what has become a mantra as he has recovered from his stroke in May. The warning was well heeded. 
As Fetterman's de- deliberate, sometimes muddled answer, answer struggled to keep up with the ticking clock that dictated the length of his and Oz's responses. Fetterman's halted speech stood in stark contrast to the speed of which Oz raced through his answers, sometimes approaching an auctioneer's pace. Some of the answers came more naturally to Fetterman, such as an answer on raising the federal minimum wage to 15 an hour. The Democratic hopeful also scored points with a crowd of about two dozen Fetterman supporters in Erie for his answers on health care and zingers hitting Oz on the his 10 gigantic mansions. But the problem is on fracking. Fracking was the one that got him. And that's the one that may actually ha- make him lose. What's also, I think, unbelievable is the fact that his political campaign put him out there. Some have said they should have faked COVID and said, you've got COVID, fake COVID, say you can't show up, you got COVID. That would have been better than the appearance that he made, which was to show that he clearly couldn't handle the debate. He can't even understand what's basically happening. Now, there's another part of this that we need to talk about, and that is how do the Democrats actually move forward and push a guy this way? You're taking advantage of an individual that had a stroke and you care more about winning an election than you do about the human being. Now, granted, this is coming from a party, right? That doesn't value life. They don't value human life. They don't value lives of Americans around the world. They don't value the life of, 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 of the people that help us in Afghanistan. I mean, if there's anything we know over the last two years that they don't value life. And maybe that's why this is no different. And maybe I shouldn't be shocked. But I still am because there's a human side of this. Where's his family, right? Where are his friends? Where are the people that work around him, that, that work with the lieutenant governor, that, that care about him, where they say, you know, lieutenant governor, we need to get you medical help. We need to get you to the best therapists that deal with strokes. That matters more than winning an election. But the Democratic Party keeps propping this guy up, acting like he can do something that clearly he can't do, acting like he can do a job that to anyone watching, we, it, it's clear he can't do it. Now, there's one other side of the story that is going to play out on Election Day, and that's when we're going to figure it out. And that side of the story is this. You're going to find out just how partisan we are as a country if this guy gets a significant number of votes, which I do believe he will. I believe there's a very good chance that he is going to get a ton of votes. I believe there's a very good chance that Democrats don't care if this guy is capable of doing the job because that's how partisan we become as a nation. That's whether it's a guy like Fetterman, who obviously has got real issues medically, or the president of the United States of America, who clearly has a mental capacity issue. Or if we have records and documents of a president of the United States of America selling out the United States of America, selling access for decades to the highest bidder in Russia and China and the Middle East, to the worst people in the world. If Democrats still go out there and vote in massive numbers for this type of corruption, it tells you how divided we are as a country, and that scares me. We used to be civilized or at least somewhat sane in this nation, and the Democratic Party has gone totally insane. Will there be a course correction? I hope, but I doubt it. 
Make sure you share this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Also hit the subscribe and auto download button. I will see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.